Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit, episode number 526 for comics originally releasing, what are we on, August 21st, 2019, before doing, I get into what's coming into your local comic shops this coming Wednesday. Drew, what else do we got in the world of comics, and what's going on? Have we heard anything from our listeners? Oh, uh, we have. Uh, Wade, Wade Ledden writes in, and he says, hey, guys, Gibbon was in ASM The Hunted uh, that came out this spring. Uh, we had talked about that in a, a, uh, a previous yes. uh, hot-selling book for his, their, his first appearance. So we were quite confused yeah. and quite bewildered and quite what? Yeah, where? Did, who is this? And where did this person come from? And why do we care? Yeah. And he said, and, and hey, hey, why do people still care about New Fifty Two Batgirl Number Forty, the Purple Rain variant? I just sold mine for forty dollars, plus shipping. Um, I. I think it's been hot ever since because I think the timing of it coming out and Prince dying were pretty close together. A really cool looking cover, too. It's a great cover. Um, and it just hit a couple of different audiences. So the mm-hmm. so the uh, demand outweighed the supply and always has on mm-hmm. that issue. So uh, I, I, I assume that's it. I don't think there's any other reason for it to spike again. I think that's about, you know, it's, it's just like a steadily rising comic. Yeah. And it's um, probably always going to be um, a sought-after one. I don't. I don't I think still it... have it sitting in my full run of uh, movie cover variants. Oh, you never broke it up? Ah, it's still sitting there, including that quote-unquote death of the Joker in there and everything. So. Oh, that's that's going to be interesting. What do you think you can get for that? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what I can do for the whole run because, like, those are the only two books that have real value in it. Other than just niche things that people are like, oh, I like Lost Boys, maybe I'd like this Teen Titans cover and stuff like that. But of course, like I said, it's got the Purple Rain and it's got the the variant. Is, the is it worth your time to try to sell it as a lot first, and if it doesn't sell, break it up? I don't. I don't want to have the others just lying around for any reason. So you will only sell it as a lot. Yeah. So they must pay a premium to take the others off your hands. I mean, someone's got to want all the movie theater variants. Or the movie poster variants. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Yeah, they should. And they're all perfect. Into, yeah, so I mean, that was my plan when I picked them up originally, and I just haven't done anything with them. I did the same thing with the selfie variants. That one crashed and burned, I'm imagining. Yeah, that's true. That didn't take off like we thought it would. No. Uh, let's see, Michael Lamb says, Drew is on fire the last two weeks. Uh, you're not Ooh. kidding, I have a hell of a fever right now. <laughs> um, Dead in Kids was a, is a $20 book already. And, nice. And Once in Future King is a $12 book. Well, once... Wait, wait, why are you giving Drew credit on that one? Why is Drew getting any credit on that one? <laughs> once in Future King is not my my choice. Uh, that's a that's a definitely a Kyle pick. Uh, so, uh, I'm, you're only half right, Michael. There you go. He probably did it on purpose. <laughs> he probably did. Just poke. Yep. As long as he didn't say C4 Fap is on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um... Cal wants to know which um, media or medium tells superhero stories the best. Comics or movies or TV? Oh. I mean, you can't really argue with Marvel movies at the moment. They tell a great story and everybody seems to be engrossing. And they were able to tell a giant 20, you know, 26 movie opus. Yeah. Uh. And Walking Dead tells a hell of a TV well, that's not yeah. superhero. That's not superhero story. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, Flash season one was amazing. Arrow season one was. I amazing. I think movies do a better job than TV for sure. Mm-hmm. 
comics, but I mean, there's but comics. comics. I mean, how can you argue against comics? I mean, if you, I guess if you if you only have one, would you rather yeah. have comics, superhero stories like we've always had, or would, or do you like the current having movies? I think movies probably. <laughs> In my lazy old age, yeah. being able to watch and just something we got me through. Man, but I love comic storytelling. Yeah. I love the the uh, the drawn art form. Yeah, and I mean that's you know that's where they come from. I think it's got to be comics, movies number two, and TV comes in last. <laughs> TV pulling up last. Wow. Don't you, I mean, don't you think? I mean, what? Yeah. What superhero TV show? I mean, any all the CWs are kind of boring now. I think. No, but they all had they all had like great seasons. If you look at Flash season one. You're like, that was awesome if you look at yep. Arrow before it yep. became a yep. love story. Yeah. It was great. Yep. If you look at Supergirl before it became, you know, Super SJW, it was great. I mean, they they couldn't survive and last, but they all, if you look at them as like a, a, a giant, the story they told within a season, I think they were great. I guess. But I can't, I can't, I can't supplant movies even saying that. Yeah. And, and you know, comics go through runs too where it's like. Oh, this is the worst run of whatever character ever, and yeah, you know, in comics, and so yeah, so TV should ha- be a, a afforded that right. They have great seasons and bad seasons. There you go. And you look at things like Doomsday Clock. You're like, man, they're telling a great story, but it took two and a half years. This is this is a question that we can't answer very well. No, our official rank is comics, movies, TV, unanimously. Yep, but it's hard. But each has their own. Yeah, things. Yeah. And Disney Plus coming out with a eight episode, six episode, eight episode format of some of these shows may completely turn this on its tail. Yeah, because I think six to eight episodes is where the, it's the sweet spot, man. Most definitely. You can't screw that up. No filler. Mm-hmm. Because um, normally I complain about things that are like 12 episodes yep. and 10. You normally get a few but like Stranger Things I just want not necessarily comic but kind of in the same vein uh, the third season of Stranger Things I didn't think had much filler at all and it was I think 10, ep- ten episodes yeah that's true that's true um, Jeff asked kind of a similar question um, he says when you factor in all formats of medium which superhero is the most popular so I guess if you factor out all the TV shows, all the movies, all the comics, which superhero is is the most popular? I would. It's still Batman. Is it still Batman? I oh, was yeah. gonna say maybe it is Spider Man now. I mean, also you got to look at like the direct TV, the direct to DVD animated market. The DC has a really good hold on. Oh, owns that. That's true. Yeah, I mean, Batman's just the guy. Video games, Batman has a, a pretty good hold on. Spider-Man just came out with a good game, but you know it, it doesn't touch the Arkham trilogy in my mind as far as that medium's concerned and, and where superheroes fall. Yeah, now that you mention it, there's really it's really no not even close. Yeah, so I've I've got I've got Bruce Wayne in the bat. Batman by mile mile number one with a bullet and um, yeah. And like if it. you just look like my children's clothing, like. They've all got a Batman. Some have Spider-Man. There's other stuff, but uh, even my daughter has Batman stuff. It goes across gender and age lines. Yeah, and then it was like a 10-way tie for second place. 
Exactly. Um, okay, let's see. We got Chris who wants to know, hey, how many of the comics in the this new top 100 greatest list did you read? I'm about half. It, it's the this is a um, when it was cool.com put out this uh, top 100. What's they call it? Top 100 comics, comic book runs, single issues, and graphic novels of all time. So they took every kind of comic, put them in the in the hopper. And said, okay, what's the best of all these ways that comics come out? Oh, wow. So I thought it would be fun to go through it a little bit. I don't know if we're going to do all 100 or not. but Sure. I've not even seen this, so I, yeah. I don't. So we can go over, I, hey, I read it. I agree. <coughs> um, I own it. haven't read it. I, I, I don't know. <coughs> or I read it, and it's not even close to being as high up or as low as it should be. I understand how judging things works. Uh, you under, do you understand how to express your opinion? I, won't, I don't want you to hold back, Kyle. <laughs> Episode 526, Drew. Come on now. <laughs> Kyle finally lets go. Uh, uh, number one is Batman The Dark Knight Returns. Um, yes. Can't argue. It's phenomenal. Uh, uh, own it multiple multiple ways. Read it a million times. Uh, agree. Uh, Sandman. Yes. I've, I've read it, own it, love it. I've never done it. Okay. So you, that's number two. We're at number two, and you've already been stumped. Number two of the greatest comics yeah. ever, and it just, it never seemed like my thing. I always heard great things, everything people said. I was like, oh, it sounds great. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, not for me. Uh, Watchmen, number three. Uh, get, oh, yeah. Got it, love it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kingdom Come. This is one that I own. Yep. Haven't read. Oh, yeah, I read it. I love Kingdom Come. Okay. I, I have not read this yet, so I cannot judge it. So I've been yeah. stumped at number four. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, number five, Fables. Nope. Uh, read some. Didn't love it. Thought it was okay. Um, so it's five? All right. Yeah. Number six, Why the Last Man? Uh, own most of them. <laughs> One of my favorites of all time. Yeah. I overpay for single issues just to have them. I- I'd put this up there. Um <sighs> With Watchmen and Dark Knight, I have I would have it above Kingdom Come. I would have it uh, above Sandman. I can say that, but having not read Sandman, I would yeah. be just a d bag. Yeah, Sandman. that's true. Number seven, another one uh, I love, uh, Preacher. Also own it, love it, read it multiple times. Also think it should be up there above Sandman. Yep. Not me. I uh, it, it missed my age range, and it's not been one of those go back and gets, but I probably should. Uh, let's see, number eight, All Star Superman. I own it, haven't read it. Don't own it, haven't read it. But Superman isn't super easy for me. I mean, I'm I, I'm not attracted to, I'm not drawn to Superman yeah. necessarily. I may have read like the first issue, and I just never finished it for whatever yeah. reason. Uh, let's see, number nine, Saga of the Swamp Thing. I read Alan it. Moore Swamp Thing, yeah, yeah, a long, long time ago, the Alan Moore era. Yeah, uh, I read this a long time ago. Um, not all of it. And it never connected with me like it did with everyone else critically. I read it through a big collected edition that I really, really, really enjoyed. Thought it was great. Uh, number ten, Marvels. This is a Kurt Busiek, Alex Ross book. Um, before Astro City, I guess. Is that right? Nope. Yeah. Or after? That's yeah, ninety four. Ninety four. So I guess that's around. Yeah, that's before Astro City. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, so I I don't never read this. 
Yeah, me either. Uh, number 11 is Mouse. Uh, I own it. I haven't read it. Nothing. Nope. Number 12, Fantastic Four, the Lee and Kirby era one. Number one through 102. Yeah. I probably haven't read something that was reprinted. You know, some of the early Galactus stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, no, I don't read comics that old. Yeah, I've read like... I've read just for fun, like that first appearance of Doctor Doom and some of the yeah. same Silver Surfer and Galactus. Something that's been in a Dollar True Believer or something like that. I've probably yeah. already read it, but I yeah. I don't I don't gravitate towards Fantastic Four either. Number thirteen, Amazing Spider Man, is ama- uh, Amazing Fantasy fifteen through Amazing Spider Man number one hundred. Now Bob, I know has read all of these. Our old buddy yeah. Bob, our old co-host. Um, mm-hmm. I have not read that those. I've read some of them. They're very dense. Yeah, and uh, not, not, they're good. I just ha- haven't plowed through them all. Yeah, I like the friendly neighborhood stuff. I've I've dinked and dunked in there, but I have in no way, shape, or form sat down and read through the one that no. hundred and one books or whatnot. No, Uncanny X Men, Chris Claremont's run ninety four to two seventy nine. Holy moly! No, no, read uh, Day, a couple Days of, of Future Past, Dark uh, Phoenix Saga, uh, Sentinel stuff. I've read a bunch of stuff. Picked and shot, cho- uh, chosen, but I've never gone through more than like forty at a time. I wouldn't say. Right. Uh, Bone at number fifteen. No. Nope. Uh, Batman Year One, rank sixteen. Yes. yes Great. Same. Loved. Loved it. Same Very year. Good. good. We haven't talked Hush. I would put Hush above Year One. Okay. Really? Yeah. Uh, Captain America, Ed Brubaker run, the first fifty issues, uh, ranked seventeen. <laughs> no, never read it. Nope, me either. Astro City's first volume <coughs> comes in at 18, so second Kurt Busick already. Good for him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, loved it, of course. It's great, fantastic. I live. I leave Astro City to you, sir. <laughs> Batman the Killing Joke comes in at Nightmare 19, one of my favorites as well. I'm surprised this isn't higher. Yeah, I own a third print. I love it. Back when prints were, I mean, you can, I think third print's probably still valuable, isn't it? Yeah, it's still got great value. Though. I yeah. think I own a third and a seventh, if I remember correctly. Uh, number 20, The Walking Dead. Yeah, enough, phenomenal. Enough Especially said. now that you look at how it's ended in it as a whole. Um, and I have read every single issue, including Governor Specials and Flip yep. Flop, this, that, and the other. Uh, uh, you know, <coughs> have you read the BKV, Walking Dead? No, I didn't. Set in China? Uh-uh. Ah, I beat you. I win. Yay. Better fan. I believe this says Robert Kirkman. That's true. Walking Dead. True. So just, uh, just yeah. FYI. You win. Um, okay, Daredevil, Frank Miller's run. Uh, some. Didn't read all of it. A few of them. I've, I've maybe read three or four books out of that. Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four run. Again, you're some. not going to hook me with Fantastic Four. <laughs> no. Ultimate Spider-Man. Missed it. The 111 issues, uh, Bendis era, I, I I missed out on that. I read the first volume in trade, and but I never went back and caught up on everything. It's great. I read some with a friend who wanted me to dip into the Ultimate Universe, so I read a trade or two at the beginning, and it was neat, but I didn't stick. Yeah. New Teen Titans, uh, Wolfman and Perez era. I've read so many of these. Yeah. I mean, we're talking tons and tons of books, and I'm currently trying to collect everything from 
uh, New Teen Titans, Teen Titans, and Tales of the Teen Titans, and all that stuff. I've got, you know, a short box and a half of everything there, and I've read about everything I've got just for fun. They're real. They're all over the place. There's some really bad. And there's some really good. Yeah, there's Ju- Judas Contract really is always one people draw it out as one of the greatest. Yeah, yeah. The story arcs. Yeah, definitely. And I think it was only like three issue story arc or something. Like that. Hmm. Um, Miracle Man, Marvel Man, uh, the original Eclipse version of this that came out. Uh, uh, I love this thing in 80s I believe it came out early 80s and uh, uh, tracked down most of them mm-hmm. and enjoyed it um, it's kind of making a resurgence when Marvel brought, got the l- license back uh, which yeah this is this is definitely a quintessentially great Alan Moore book it's a hole in mine never even tried to go back to it yep uh, 26 Hellblazer uh, this was a 300 issue uh, run at Vertigo which mm-hmm. I maybe read an issue, so I missed out on this. Um, number twenty-seven is Planetary from Wildstorm, which I had never heard of until just right now. <laughs> I know, yeah, surprise. Yeah, so this is a hole in mine. Uh, Twenty-eight is Saga. Love it. Read them all. Yeah, uh, can't wait to see where it will end up when they all come out. I'm surprised it's uh, this this low. Yep, I'm with you there. Long Halloween from Batman. Also above Hush, Kyle. Uh, yeah. Comes in at rank 29. Really liked it. Loved Long Halloween. Really good. good. Scott Pilgrim. Um, that, it was a great series. Uh, the movie, and then I've dipped in for some little stuff, but not, I don't think I've read everything. I read, I, I watched, I read this after I watched the movie. Same here. Um, and that's uh, that rounds out the top 30, and I think that's a good place to stop. Otherwise, we'll yeah. just go on for, for it, it ever. Um how your first take on that list uh feel good about how much of it you agree with yeah i've got a few things in there there's obviously some things holes and you know i i i am aware that classic spider-man should be something i should have read by now um but yeah that's not gonna be a lot of a lot of neat stuff in there a lot of things i missed you know seeing sandman at number two makes me think well <laughs> i should probably just do that yeah. Holy crap! I'm apparently crazy for thinking Hush is really super good because it's nowhere on anything. Well, it wasn't in the top thirty. I don't know. No, I don't, no. Uh, we didn't finish the rest, so you never know. Um, hey, let's take a look at the rest of the July numbers that finally came out. Oh crap! I didn't think about numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we looked at the top ten last week. We're excited about that. So I'm gonna pop over to our good buddies over at Comicron.com and see how close we were on. Uh, our guesstimates. I believe Kyle had the top six over a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I had the top five over a hundred thousand, and I win. Come on, yeah. shenanigans! I it, call shenanigans. Yeah. Curse of the White Knight was ranked six and did not quite cover this one. <sighs> Only sold ninety thousand. Come on! I'm excited to see that our good buddies Walking Dead did finish over a hundred thousand. Hey, hundred eleven thousand. Very nice. Yep. But House of X and Powers of X, oh my. Jeez. Big numbers from them. Jeez, yeah. Cranking them out at $6 a piece. Good gracious. Those are not returnable numbers either. Yeah. Which, in my mind, uh, that gives. I give Walking Dead a nudge up to the third slot because 
They're only a couple thousand below Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, they're returnable, so they've re- that means they've reduced this number mm-hmm. by the ten to fifteen percent of returnable uh, copies that you're allowed. And there are nobody returning them. And there is no one returning uh, 193. In fact, they could have... Yeah, that that didn't happen. So I think that's stupid to even list that there. I mean, like when it's a... When it's returnable and there's like, a, you know, a, a, a 1 in 1,000 variant or something. Yeah, some of those are coming back to you, buddy. Yeah. But uh, with Walking Dead, they're, they're not coming back. The attrition with which Black Cat number two, holy crap, went from 260,000 down to 83, a almost 70% attrition. So some super inflated number one numbers on that. Yeah. Batman Who Laughs finishes up, right? That's the last of it? Yes. And it's solid at 88,000. Spawn, uh, it's 299th issue, is at 60,000. That's a surprise. Uh, it's gonna, yeah, because it went down a little bit actually from two ninety eight. Oh, did it? Yeah, I think. Where's that? Yeah, went down just a little bit from two ninety eight. So doing some stuff. I thought it would keep going up and up and up until it hit three hundred. Now, granted, three hundred, we know it's going to be astronomical numbers wise, but uh, I thought it'd just keep going up. Yeah. What else jumps out at you as you look down that list? Um, let's see here. There's 40,000 of that um, special edition Grick Grimes 192. Oh, yeah, the special edition, yeah. Yeah, 38,000 copies 38, of it. that's kind of cool. That's a pretty good number, right? For a quote-unquote second print, and like I said, we were worried about the fact that they can just... As long as they don't offer it forever. again. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, if that's it. If that's it, that's a really great number, I think. And then we got an appearance of one of those uh, New Mutants edition. New, new Mutants edition. Facsimile, facsimile yeah. editions. Uh, and uh, heavy sales. Yeah, 37000 for that. That's pretty cool. I guess that's the piece. one it would be, right? That's Deadpool, right? Yeah, it's ridic- exactly. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just found money. They've got that book just sitting there. Digitized. Yeah. They can crank that thing out as much as they want. Exactly. Throw a couple bucks to what's his face or Liefeld and just be done. I don't even know. Do they need to do that? It's existing no, material. Probably not. probably not at all. Giant Size X Men also did thirty thousand. Yeah, folks. Um, I hope you like facsimile <coughs> editions because uh, you're going to see a lot of them. You're going to see a lot. Yeah. Giant size X Men facsimile edition. That yeah. Superman up in the sky. Was that the reprint of the WalMarts? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Another twenty eight thousand on those for a double dipping. I I thought they'd be bigger, but yeah. I think they would have been if they would have came out uh, day and date. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Hmm. Nothing else? Uh, I'm just looking like paper 
Paper Girls 30 was the last one, right? Yep. Small uptick for that one ended just under 20,000 for the the final Paper Girls, so. Wow. I do like like that they broke out the cardstock amounts. Yeah. Uh, so the cardstocks didn't sell that well. Huh. And um people didn't want to pay that extra dollar. People did not want to sell pay the extra dollar. Um in my mind, there's some scarce scarcity there, right? Yeah, and they should be in great condition. Um, so, like that Nightwing 62, there's less than 10,000 of them. It's a cardstock variant edition. Mm-hmm. That should have value, I would think. But it doesn't. <laughs> but alas. What, what's, yeah, what, what am I missing? Yeah. I do not know. I would, I would have thought the same thing. People just see it as a gimmick. And the only reason we're getting to see uh, the the individualized sales on that is because there's a price difference. Yeah, exactly, because it's got a different skew for a different price. So that's giving it a different skew number, and therefore Diamond releases the sales data differently. Yep. And there it could be... I mean, it is, it is interesting. I would like to see maybe all of those DC books together and then kind of see, like, what's the breakdown? Who sells more B variants than anybody else? Mm-hmm. You know? Now, I don't, you know, I don't know if you could say that unilaterally with this exercise, but you can... But then once you get, in, you, you get into high ratio variants and stuff, so then... <laughs> so you, you get if you get numbers on like the one in one hundreds, one in fifties, then you'd know who uh, who's spending a lot of money as far as retailers. A lot of retailers are going big on things. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, I guess if you yeah, I guess if you look at you should be able to look at some of the card stocks, like Batman's card stock, it's about thirty thousand. Yeah, probably number one. I'm guessing. And it's actual comic sold. What did it actual comic sell? Um, seventy thousand. So that's a hundred thousand. I was gonna say, you add those together, and it's selling quite great. So that's weird, though, right? Because then you have seventy-four that doesn't have a card stock. Mm-hmm. I'd only sold seventy-eight thousand, but it also already had a. But it had a B cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's weird. Yeah, that's 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 a strange thing. Yeah. So actually, if you would have pushed, so I guess if you push some of the cardstock numbers with the uh, A cover numbers, it looks like they. Uh, I mean, if you added them well. together, DC would be doing much better as far as rankings wise. Which you don't because of the col- the price price difference. If I'm reading that right, I think, mm-hmm. I think I am. That's what I get out of it because if you look at you know, you know, look and see the price difference in them, you can tell those are card socks, and I'm assuming you have to add those numbers together to get the total. Yeah. All right. Anything else pop out of you? I try to find two other number ones. I can't find them. What? 
Jeez, I should have picked up Gears of War Pop just for fun. There's like 1,800 of them is all it sold. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Jeez. Yeah, some little numbers and stuff down here that I... Huh. Well, if we're finished, let's pop over to the FOC. Oh, of course, the FOC is the final order cutoff. It is our last opportunity to add some things to our order um, uh, to see what maybe we get a little bit of art at the last second, perhaps some FOC exclusive stuff, um, all kinds of neat stuff here, there, and everywhere on that. So, of course, we get those from Cowabunga Comics. Eric curates them and sends them out to us. Uh, he was good enough to send them this month, this this week for us and he pulls about four items to the top of the list things that he uh sees some heat on some intrigue likes the cover art of or just things that are uh, being talked about a lot so the things that he's talking about are riddler year of the villain number one a mikhail yanin cover uh the regular one on that one we have of course trees three fates number one it warren ellis book from image comics there is Daredevil 11. Of course, our good boy Chips Zdarsky on that one. And we're just talking about the cover A there. And the Chastity, number one, 25 copy Campbell Carve Dressed Tint FOC Incentive. A lot of words there. Holy cow. But it is, of course, a J. Scott Campbell book there. But a little bit of, little bit of cash on that one. It's going to be 45 to reach for that one. So, Drew, let's drill down into the actual FOC and see if there's anything we think we need there. So let's start with the Dark Horse stuff at the top. No. <laughs> Nothing in Dark... Yeah, I was going to say I'm not finding anything no. at all either. So down to DC. Of course, we got our Year of the Villain stuff heating up here. Man, that's a bad cover. Which one's that? Batman and the Outsiders 5 variant. Not good, huh? No. Uh, let's see here. Catwoman. We got cardstock coming in from Catwoman, of course. Yeah, this, uh, one, this one I was tempted on. When it yeah, I was going to say, we got cardstock and we got art germ and a really good, really good cover. Looks like the uh, homage to the uh, Michelle Pfeiffer Batman. Really cool. Yeah, that's that's a tempting one. Yeah. And, of course, we talked about the Riddler, Year of the Villain, number one. Of course, Mark Russell writing that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Did we know that? I did. Does that pique your interest, sir? Does now, yeah. Mikel Yannan and Mark Russell, sure. Yeah. I don't like the $5 price, price tag, but... Now, had they put it on a lenticular cover for $5, would that be okay? <laughs> well, then, yeah, that's true. Anything else in DC, sir, other than our uh, Jenny Frizen variant on Wonder Woman? 
No, no, that's good. All right, let's see what we have in IDW down here. Of course, Canto, a very hot book, number four of six. Uh, continuing to come out. Now, Napoleon Dynamite uh -huh. is coming out in comic form, continuing the book that we had, or the movie we had so many years ago. Probably ten years ago? Yeah. More no, more than that. My goodness, I can't even remember. 90s. Yep. But Napoleon Dynamite is back for his senior year. Maybe it wasn't 90s. I thought it was, but maybe it wasn't. Man, now i got to look this up because it's going to drive me nuts. Yeah, when does um, when did that come out? Napoleon Dynamite is back, and senior year is going to be flipping sweet. He's dating Deb, training at the new dojo, and his best friend Pedro is student body president. That's awesome. Yep. Napoleon Dynamite, <coughs> 2004, so 15 years ago. 2004. Wow. Impeach Pedro. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm actually, I, 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 that's so sad. I am actually interested in it. Heck yeah, it's been so long. That's so sad. Would I, should I get the, the photo variant, though? <laughs> tempting. Tempting. Uh, we also have Pandemic number one from IDW. War is brewing in America. A shadow government is preparing to launch purity bombs for ethnic cleansing. A small group of scientists and former spec op shooters stand <laughs> in their way. Join the resurgence. Save the world. Pandemica, which I guess I said it wrong, by New York Times bestseller Jonathan Mayberry, who we know from V Wars and Black Panther Doomore. I do like focused apocalyptic, so this could be something interesting. And that's oh wait wait we've got another another number one from IDW. My goodness. Oh never mind. Starcadia Quest. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Starcadia Universe is expanding, so apparently we've already had Starcadia Quest before. I, th I thought I remembered seeing it before, but I don't know. Hmm, interesting. Alright, Image Comics. Let's see what we got there. Beauty 29. I'm excited. Sad to see it's coming to an end, but I love this book. Maneaters. They're limping towards the finish line as well. Mm, what's their final? 12. 12. So penultimate here with 11. Reaver number two going to a second print as well, so that's awesome. All right. Anything else in image? I don't think so. All right. Let's head on down to Marvel. Continuing with the the month that is Carnage based, Absolute Carnage, Symbiote of Vengeance, number one. We get another um, J. Scott Campbell cover for Black Cat, number four. Yeah, it's another good solid one. <coughs> J. Scott Campbell goodness, man, you can't really beat it. I was gonna say, especially we can get them for uh, not a ton of money. You yeah. might as well just get them, stack them up. People like them. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I really think they'll have resale value. Yeah, absolutely. There's a Todd Knock variant for um, Crazy Number One, which is a new Jerry Duggan and Frank Tierra book, but I can't see the cover on it. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what it looks like. Um, the standard, it looks crazy. It's the, got a bunch of people baked into a pie and a big giant clown about to eat it. It looks creepy. Right, but that's not the <coughs> Todd Knock oh, variant. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the regular variant. Yeah. Which that's is regular. also crazy, but yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Prodigal Son number one. Don't miss that if you're into it. King Thor. Oh my goodness, we're starting the new King Thor now. Of course, the Jason Aaron Aesop, Aesop Ribic run. Yep. <coughs> I already have plenty of these on order, but just in case, there's, you missed it, Moon Knight Annual number one. Ah, yes. Um, an annual with a series gone. I said I liked it. I said I liked this trend. Uh-huh. So let's keep this cu- coming. Um, along with the uh, wraparound cover and the connecting variant. Get them all. Maybe Marvel will say, oh, people love their Moon Knight. We should put out a 15th volume. I'm sure it'll catch on this time. <laughs> Jeez, Marvel Tales Black Panther number one. And that's, of course, the 80th. Uh, you know, that's that's composing a few different things. Uh, Avengers 87, Jungle Action 6 and 7, and Black Panther 1. It seems like it's just collecting those things in there for $8. Or if you really want to dive deep, you can pay 160 for the Jen Bartel Virgin variant. Jeez. Powers of X is hot. Get it yeah. and keep jumping on. People seem to love it. Yeah. You feel bad for setting it out? No. Yeah, probably. I, I mean, for the sales version of it, absolutely. But you wouldn't want to read it? No, yeah, not necessarily. I'm interested in Star Wars Age of Republic Supreme Leader Snoke, number one. Of course, everybody wanted to know more about Snoke when uh, Last Jedi came out. We learned absolutely nothing about Snoke when that came out. So perhaps... This is our only chance to learn a little bit of something about Emperor Supreme Leader Snoke. All right, anything else in Marvel, sir? No. Boom. Uh, we got a Once fourth. in future, yeah. going to a fourth print. Isn't that crazy? And another. it's another bit of art. Not Dan Mora on this one, uh, but Jacob uh, Rebelka on this one. So, man, you got to get him. You think you buy the fourth printing? It's different. You might as well. At this point, they're probably going to do a lot of prints of it, so just keep them going. Just collect them all. I ordered Something is Killing Children. Oh, or no, that we did talk about that the other week. This is the second print. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's going to second print. Nice. James Tinney and the fourth, of course. All right, down to Dynamite, where there are all kinds of options for chastity. Yeah, well, all kinds. My goodness. Yeah. But of course, whatever you got to do to get that J. Scott Campbell. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So I've got not a whole lot that I necessarily need to add on this. Yep. Things to keep an eye on. I got to make a decision on a couple of those cardstock things. There you go. 
And how many more? Uh, how many Moon Knight annuals do I really need? <laughs> do you really need and desire? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Of course, we just like to go over our FOC here. Just make sure we don't miss out on something. Uh, make sure we catch those FOC exclusive things. And uh, anything that's catching fire that we can grab at the last minute we want to do. Of course, if, you're, uh, if your LCS doesn't do FOC, uh, you can reach out to Cowabunga and they can hook you up with any of this kind of stuff because they taught us all about what the FOC is about. And we, of course, love to just add to our order now <laughs> relentlessly because of it. <laughs> we don't know why, but we, we must. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's shoot over to uh, cover prices top 10. That's C-O-V-R-P-R-I-C-E dot com, coverprice.com. Um, they track eBay sales and uh, let us know what's going on. Topping the list this week is House of X number two with the Putri connecting variant. Sold 46 copies with a top raw sale of $25. Coming in at number two, my boy, volume one, Moon Knight number one. Um, rumor is there's an MCU appearance coming up. So it sold 61 copies with a top sale of $235. I'm Great. looking at that book right now. What do I do with it? I paid. Um, if you're not me. I paid $8 for it six months ago. Right. It's in good condition. And it's selling. Let's see what it's selling for on average. Shoot over here to the sold list. I mean, it's not blowing up, dude. It's. Yeah, 14. Nothing, too, nothing too crazy, so hold on until we get an actual announcement. Yeah. 14, 14 plus shipping. Yeah. 19, 20. Um, yeah, it's so. It, nothing's happened yet. Yep. Um, I mean, this is the one to have because you're not going to be able to afford Werewolf 32. Yeah. With the actual first appearance. So, I mean, I mean if you can go back and get that one, <laughs> great, but that's. Like a six hundred dollar book now, so mm-hmm. that's a tough, tough one to call. I'm just uh, sixty one copies of Moon Knight selling uh, the first issue in one week. I think is pretty cool. Absolutely, especially for a book that's currently not in print. Yep, or currently doesn't have a book. Uh, X Force number two, the second full appearance of Deadpool, first appearance of Kane, who is rumored to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. X-Force number two. There you go. Hmm. Uh, Miracle Man number... Mr. Miracle number five. The second appearance of Big Barda. Sold about 28 copies with a top sale of $200 for a grid copy. Spawn number one. Selling Resurgence. Um, It sold 52 copies this week with a top sale of 120 for a graded copy. And there are millions of copies of this out there, folks. (laughs) Millions. You can find them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolute Carnage number one, Stegman Premier variant, um, sweet variant cover, limited in sales, and um, it's selling for sixty bucks. Uh, the Boys number one still selling because the Amazon show is blowing up. Fifty-one copies sold this week, three hundred seventy-five bucks for a graded copy. Yeah. House of X number two, a character variant. Uh, 24 copies with a top sale of $25. We did miss out on this. Mm-hmm. But what I'm reading is it, you're you're getting flooded with a lot of this, so sell them now because it'll, it'll, it'll tank pretty early. Yeah. Absolute Carnage, number one, Del Otto. Um, 
$35 raw on average, sold about 60 copies this week. Uh, your Thor number one, first appearance of Jane Foster's Thor. Um, Kyle's sitting on like a half a dozen of these copies. He doesn't, <laughs> sold, doesn't even put one up yet for some reason. Um, but $262 for a graded copy. Yeah, no kidding. I should have got it graded. Might, might want to send one of them off for, to get a 9.8 back. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything on there that's uh, of interest? That's it. Just need to see some stuff there. I didn't even think about like some of the X Force. I didn't even hear about the Kane stuff. And yeah, the hearing rumors of Moon Knight is of course very cool. That is very cool to me. I I enjoy that very 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 much. Yeah. Well, we have thoughts. Let's let's slide over to the old uh, sneak peek then. Finish this baby off. There you go. Of course, the sneak peek we head over to previewsworld.com. Find new releases. Find August twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen. Andrew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start in image. Of course, Pretty Violent, number one, is no relation to Pretty Deadly. <laughs> we have the series premiere of Gamma Ray. So if you liked I Hate Fairyland, you'll like Pretty Violent. Fair Lady, uh, number five. It's a great book. Love it. Criminal, number seven. Great book. I love it. Um, Outpost Zero. Really great book. I love that one, too. It's 12th issues out. I think that might be it. Might be taking a break after that. Um, so even though Walking Dead's gone, Saga's on hiatus. Image still got a lot of great books. Saga Compendium number one, sixty bucks, issues one through fifty-four. Okay, so are they squeezing all fifty-four issues in that. Yep, one compendium, fifty-four issues. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that could mean they're halfway done. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that could mean there's, there's more to come. Yeah. Anything else in Image? I'm glad to see uh, Snot Girl back. Oh, yeah. Me and some tween girls really enjoy that book. <laughs> you, you people in your Instagram accounts love following these fashionistas. Uh-huh. All right, down to the Dark Horses. Uh, is Straight a Wando book? No. He's Wando's just doing... on art. Wando is doing art. Uh Carlos Gifoni on the writing in the far future a military industrial complex reigns over all humanity and actively destroys distant alien worlds the galaxy's only hope can be found through an unlikely pair an astral projected cat named Lou and his lover owner Kiara trading nine lives to the well beings of billions their revolt is a battle for love friendship compassion and the soul of humanity say lover and owner is that what you loving. said? I said loving owner. Oh, okay. God dang. I was like, where are we going with that? <laughs> but do you want a cat-led book? Here you go. Yeah. Cat person? Here you go. Uh, there's that Transformers 84-0 that we, we highlighted in a previous um, <clears throat> FOC. Mm-hmm. We're excited about. Gotta have it. Oh, of course. That's pretty much all I had up there. All right. Let's move on. Remind me what Batman 3... Okay, first Ra's al Ghul, Batman 232, facsimile mm-hmm. edition. Yep. Um, I'm curious to see how its sales are compared to some of the Marvel facsimile. And if we're trending towards... I don't know. If, if, we, if we can get some predictable sales out of... Uh, projections out of this. Like, if it's a key, first appearance... 
you're gonna sell thirty thousand of this. Yeah. Uh, plus, um, or if you know, depending on if it's X number of years old, decades old, and a, a golden age book or something, and versus something from the eighties, uh, how hard is it gonna be? You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious if we can f- get some trends out of this sales wise to figure out what the market wants. Yeah. And um, take advantage of that. There you go. Black Mask Year of the Villain number one, Drew. You got that on order? No. Tom Taylor writing. You told me about that, too. Cully Hamner on art with a Mitch Geralt's cover. Isn't it Cully Hammer? It says Hamner, so I'm simply reading what we're being told. And it's <laughs> Hamner on the front as well. The actual comic. Huh. Has it always been Cully Hamner? <coughs> My dad. There's an Army Hammer. He's an actor. True. Uh, Superman Year One, number two of three. Ah, Jimmy Olsen, number two. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Matt Fraction, of course, writing this. Steve Lieber, art. Fun first issue. I enjoyed it. There you go. Got a bunch of knockoff rogues gallery, it looks like, chasing him there. And I kind of liked Superman Year One. Excellent. Not the price. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Eight bucks a pop. All right, down to Marvel. We're talking about, you know, an FOC about Carnage versus Deadpool coming out. Of course, when we first saw this, of course, Matthew Rosenberg. It doesn't look like a very fun Deadpool. It looks like a just a hack'em, slash'em Carnage Deadpool, but we shall see. So, that uh, small run of Hawkeye that Kelly Thompson had. Yeah. Um, we have Hawkeye, GN, trade paperback, Private Eye. Uh, that is going to be collecting that Hawkeye issues 1 through 12. For thirteen bucks? For thirteen dollars. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. Powers of X. Uh, Seems to be stuff happening in these Powers of X books as well, so you know, you might want to jump in on that. I, I I'm clueless. On, on this book, I set it out and um, don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Some time travel stuff, some reincarnation stuff happening. I don't really know. Yeah, some people that have lived multiple lives back in. Yeah, yeah. a lot of crazy stuff going on. Superior Spider-Man 10. Christos Gage. Did you read the one with the superior foes? Which one? The or no, that was a different one. Oh, never mind. That was uh, back in well, Nick yeah. Spencer's main run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> it was great. Um, let's see, we've got a uh, X Men Grand Design trade paperback, which is really expensive for a book that's only two issues long. So I'm trying to figure out why. Twenty nine ninety nine. Um, Collecting X-Men, Grand Design, Extinction 1 and 2, plus the classic X, Uncanny X-Men from 1981 to 68. Recolor. I guess. So, well, I mean, those are oversized comics, but I don't know. That's, that's pretty pricey. It seems a little bit much, yeah. I don't know what a treasury edition, if they do anything special with it or not, but it will Yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. <coughs> anything else in Marvel, sir? No. Nothing else in Marvel? No, I'm sorry, no. Okay, let's head on down to our smaller publishers. Skimming through Dynamite and not seeing anything. 
Down into boom. Uh, we got um, avant-garde's. Faithless and smooth criminals, mm -hmm. um, all, all ongoings, well, ongoings until the series is over. So mini series, maxi series, whatever. Yeah. Um, that I'm really enjoying all three of these, and uh, and they're very different, but very fun, and um, it's cool. They're all coming out the same week. That is a good looking hundred and fifty dollar Nightwing statue there, Lee. Jim Lee doing. Oh, that is yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. 5,000 of them, huh? Mm-hmm. It's a dope-looking statue, that's for darn sure. From Action Lab Comics, we find Adventure Finders by Rob Espinosa. Clary is as bubbly as Barbie, noble as She-Ra, and as violent as any anime warrior princess you've ever seen. Young Clara and her friends Jolf the Wizard and... R.A.R. the healer are tossed directly into a full-scale battle of thousands of orcs, beasts, and ogres attacking the gigantic convoy of the noble lord uh, Justinius as they prepare to take up their post guarding Clariot's hometown of Good River. When all seem lost, an unexpected ally appears. It's a very D&D &D party-esque. Yeah. You talked about bad reception, correct? No, I don't think I did. On our FOC, we talked about that from Aftershock. It's the celebrity wedding of the century, set in an undisclosed remote location with no access to Wi-Fi, cell phone reception, or the outside world. But the dream wedding becomes a nightmare when one by one the guests are brutally slaughtered by a serial killer who brands his vic victims with a hashtag. This is, of course, Wando, and this is Aftershock. I do like Aftershock, and I occasionally like Wando. Yeah, he's got he's got good style. Second issue of Dead and Kids. Mm. Cookie and Kids number one from Antarctic, a all ages adventure about a girl and her dog. Headless number one was one that I was excited about because it was 1987 mm. and uh, had some cool teenage angsty uh, <laughs> murder stuff going on in Salem, Massachusetts. So. Uh, it seemed pretty cool to me. Color work reminds me of uh, they're kind of aping, looks like... Uh, Paper Girls, for sure. Thank you. Yes, exactly. I don't know why I blanked when I was yeah, going to say that. Yeah, it looks like Cliff, Cliff Chang's work. From American Mythology, we have The Land That Time Forgot, 1975, issue one, from Marv Wolfman. Or, it looks like, are we reprinting? Journey with us back to the time of the groovy area of the 70s when magazine-sized graphic novels roamed the earth and fans thrilled to the Edgar Rice Burroughs film, The Land That Time Forgot, in theaters. Tyler Bowen is lost in a world of prehistoric terrors. We already know all this. The incredible story is collected here in beautiful black and white for the first time in over four decades. So we are simply taking The Land That Time Forgot and putting it in a comic book. I don't know if that's a big deal or not. Yeah. Nor do I know how to say Konichiwa Kaiju-kun, number one, from Lilac. Prepare for a J-pop Zilla blend of retro manga delights. Japan, the early 1970s, the idol phenomenon has begun. And the competition between talents in the industry is very intense. One top group, a trio of sisters, is eager, to, eager for promised fame and fortune, but first must follow an odd order from their CEO, Join the Earth Defense Force and Titanic Hero Ultra 38 
to protect Earth from gigantic monsters. That is Konichiwa Kaiju Kun One. Uh, we got Psycho List number one from Black Box Comics. This is a Kevin Grivo book with Jonathan Lau doing the art and the cover, which I like. After a former FBI agent becomes a therapist, I guess you can do that. Easy transition. <laughs> he has a hard time staying out of his patients' lives, taking on their problems as his own. The FBI calls him back in for a special case that requires his unique skill set. He tried to get out, but they pulled him back in. Planet Carnival, or Planet Caravan number one from Scout Comics from its binge imprint. Uh, Scout released a world premiere issue followed by the entire story a few months later in one volume. Is what they're apparently doing in the binge things. So, it's an interesting way to do things. Jason is the last of his army on the surface of an enormous planet with his massive perpetual mecha suit, a sentient death machine called Love. You know, you can get people to, you can get people to sample issue ones, yep. and you can get people to buy OGNs and trades. What you can't get people to do is buy issues three, four, five, six, yeah, six of an ongoing. So it does make a lot of sense to do to drop an oversized issue one, yep. get get them hooked, and then drop the rest of the story in an oversized trade, finishing it off. It's not bad. Not a bad amount. Yeah, I'm curious. But don't, I mean, don't you really have to give enough time between the drop of the book, the initial issue, and the the solicitation cycle of the rest so that they can actually have read it for it to make difference? Or, I don't know. Like, if it's too close. Mm Mm-hmm. Are they going to commit that? They might as well just commit to a whole trade. Yeah. Should have just done it that way. I don't know. All right, Drew. I think that's about it. So this is the point of the podcast where I say, what's your pick of the week? What's the one thing to make you run into your uh, LCS, grab that book, and set it aside? Because you can make a little bit of money. Uh, It's the book from Scout Comics this week. It is Headless Number 1, written by Alexander Bonchita, with art by Robert Ahmad. It's the uh, 80s set crime book. Ah, very cool, very cool. I liked that Aftershock book. What was the darn thing? Bad Reception? The one dough? Yeah, Bad Reception. I, I, I don't know my alphabet well enough to find it. There we go. Yeah, Bad Reception number one from Wando. I think that's worth a shot. Sounds like an interesting little read, and I, I'm always keen on grabbing an Aftershock book if I can. So, very neat stuff. So if you think you uh, found a different bit of gold inside this week's releases, let us know. Uh, send a letter into the podcast via Instagrams or Facebook, Twitter, Gmail. All these things can be found at comicsfunprofit.com. Yeah, if you disagree with something or maybe we missed something really cool, uh, let us know. Be part of the podcast. Send in your feedback to us before next week. We thank you so much for going along with us. So for Drew and for myself... See ya.